What's your motivation to serve? When you drive through a certain fast food chicken place and you say thank you, they usually say my pleasure. But is it really their pleasure or are they just saying it because they have to? Can we find ourselves serving out of obligation instead of a heart that truly finds pleasure in doing so? I often do not find pleasure in housework or laundry, but one day I started saying my pleasure as I went about all the tasks. It seriously changed my outlook as I served my family. It really is my joy to wash dishes because I'm so grateful to have those dishes and the food that was prepared and served on those dishes. Now, if someone else in my home wants to do those dishes, <laughs> I find great pleasure in that too. But you see, a grateful heart leads to joy even in the most mundane of tasks. The true heart motivation behind our doing should be a heart that finds joy and pleasure in serving. It all begins with a healthy heart that is so motivated it can't help but serve others. If the pattern is reversed and you are doing all the serving so your heart can be okay, then you will find yourself burnt out facing an identity wrapped up in something other than Jesus. Anything we do should be first done for the Lord. Colossians 3:23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So the work you do for your boss, even if they are a bit difficult, should be done with joy because ultimately you do it all as unto the Lord. When we work, live, and serve others like that, not expecting one thing in return, that shines the love of Jesus to those around us. This month, I'm focusing on women we find in the Bible and what we can learn from the part they played in the greater story. Today, I'm focusing on a group of ladies who served, were on mission, and played a significant part in the ministry of Jesus. Luke 8, 1-3 After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. All of these women had a healing encounter with Jesus. Their lives were changed and made new. As a result, they gave of their own resources and finances. They followed Jesus and made sure his material needs were met. Did Jesus guilt them into this? No. Was their healing dependent on a life of service to Jesus? No. They had been healed and redeemed, and as a result, they responded out of a heart made new. They couldn't help but serve. They couldn't help but give. Whatever the need was, they wanted to step up and be there to meet it. Mary Magdalene became one of Jesus' most dedicated disciples. When so many others scattered, she remained with him throughout his trial, crucifixion, and burial. She stayed. She didn't run away. She was the first to see the empty tomb and the first to worship our risen Christ. I can't help but think her heart of pure service was rewarded by Jesus. She knew where she had been and she knew where she was because of Jesus. 
when we remember what Jesus has done in our life, like these women, our giving, our loving, our serving should reflect it with a heart that is quick to say, my pleasure. That's the truth. Because of what Jesus has done for us, may our hearts be full of joy as we respond in how we work, how we love, how we give, and how we follow him. I'm Lori Clyde.